Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a bonus Loki theory. Oh, hello, chickens. We are still in Loki down. Uh, <laughs> so, I figured, why not have more? Uh, also, just as a preview for next week, um, inspired by the Loki TV show in the regular daily podcast, uh, I'm going to be watching The Fires of Pompeii uh, because, you know, that was that was kind of vaguely mentioned. I mean, they went to Pompeii briefly. Uh, <laughs> Loki, so I figured, why not watch Doctor Who go to Pompeii? Um, so that's coming out next week. Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you will get all of those episodes on Saturday morning, Friday night if you're in the UK. Uh, and speaking of in the UK, thank you to the lovely Matt, who is now a theoretician on our Patreon. And uh, Matt has a question, um, which is, who's Kang? <laughs> Which is exactly my problem with the finale of Loki. Like, if you're not a deranged Marvel fan wanting to see all these things play out, then you're not going to know or care. So, I reread uh, a comic book that I loved a long time ago, which is Avengers Forever, um, uh, which is uh, kind of sews up a lot of the Kang uh, continuity, although I think issue nine is like just basically a recap of Kang's time throughout the Marvel universe. Now, it's a complicated theory. Basically, what happened was there was a character called Pharaoh Ramatut, I think, um, who was an enemy of the Fantastic Four in the, like way back in the 60s, in the Stanley and Jack Kirby days. Um, and he was a time traveler. He traveled from the future to ancient Egypt to be the boss of everything. Um, and then later on, there was Kang, who was another time traveler, and they just decided that he was the same person at different points in his timeline. That's fine. And then, like, two issues after Kang, there was another time traveler called uh, Immortus, um, who lived at the end of time. 
and wanted to fix any stray timelines. Sounding familiar? Um, and so, at some point, I think in the 70s, maybe the 80s, they decided that Immortus was the future version of Kang. And Kang the Conqueror is, you know, action man, taking over everything, has a suit with lots of gadgets in it. Um, and Immortus is kind of contemplative uh, and, you know... A, a scholar and just basically an administrator of time. Um, so Kang hates Immortus. <laughs> and then I think at some point, Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four's dad turned out to be Kang or Ramata. I don't know. Uh, and then even like then in the like the the nineties, early two thousands, in the Young Avengers, um, it turned out that Young Kang. <laughs> <laughs> pretended to be Iron Lad, um, who's, you know, Iron like Junior Iron Man kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. And the he who is, uh, remains, or whatever, or whatever that character that Jonathan Majors was technically playing, um, that is a character from, uh, <laughs> from the comics who is like the last member of the Time Variance Authority. And I think he's the last one left, and so then ends up creating it. I don't, I don't get it. You know, bootstrap paradox thing. Um, so, <laughs> so essentially, what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done is gone. Oh, here's one more person that Kang can be. So there's just this one guy, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, the kind of administrative, uh, the boss of everything character is technically Immortus, um, even though it was called He Who Is Left Behind, He Who Waits, uh, whatever, whoever he is. Um, and I was talking to Peter, my uh, hilarious friend Peter, who sends our text along um, <laughs> recaps, and I referred to Jonathan Major's character in the show as Kang and Peter's like, don't dead name him. <laughs> He's Immortus. <laughs> Which made me laugh for very inappropriate reasons. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I the whole Kang timeline thing is confusing and ridiculous. And it's, you know, he's kind of an odd character. I guess, you know, no one really knew Thanos before the movies, if you didn't follow the comic books. Also, Thanos in the movies and Thanos in the comic books are very different things. There is a Thanos helicopter in the comic books. <laughs> he does fly one at one point with his name on the tail. Um, Thanos in the comic books is a lunatic. The Thanos in the movies, I kind of feel, was based on Darkseid from the DC universe, which makes that, uh, you know, and perhaps Joss Whedon knew that having worked... Uh, on the Marvel movie. So when he went and took over the Justice League, the reason he got rid of Darkseid was because he was like, well, everyone's just going to think that this is a copy. So I'll just, I'll just scoot that over there. I mean, it was, <laughs> but the other way around. Like, you know, Thanos never used to have that, that coterie of henchmen that he had, like, um, you know, the camp one that was like Kenneth Williams. <laughs> In space that could you know the with the long face anyway that were that was essentially Desaad uh from the DC comics but they were kind of brought in by Jonathan Hickman during the Avengers Infinity um miniseries that was running it was like a I think it was going across 
all of the Marvel titles at one point. Hickman's Avengers stuff is berserk. Like, it is huge, big, world-breaking stuff. Like, it is kind of hard to get your head around. It is so enormous. But it was a really great run. It was really fun. Um, not particularly that much action, and but, you know, just big, crazy concepts and lunacy. Um, so, yeah. Look, and I kind of hate that when you, you know, a reveal in a TV show is based on something that only hardcore fans would know. It's like, it, it frustrates me. It's like when, um, like if you're a casual Doctor Who watcher uh, and you watched the final Matt Smith episode. So, the final Matt Smith episode, uh, the crack in the wall came back and... The last time it had been seen, I think, was five years earlier. And unless you were a hardcore fan, you would be like, what's that? Why is that there? And then, you know, stuff came out of it and made him come back alive or whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, I I found that really frustrating at the time because it's like, well, I mean, I don't think the show should be made... Only for casual viewers, because, you know, that way is frustrating as well. Um, but I feel like sometimes it's it's so only for fans that you just go, well, who else is meant to care about this? Um, <laughs> I mean, at least, like, you know, I know there was a lot of fan complaints about the Timeless Child uh, Jodie Whittaker finale from last season because it was too fanny. But at least everything it was doing was explained in the story. Like, it was, we got, like, a whole history of who Tiki Tiki Tata was, um, uh, Tech Town or whatever her name is. Uh, you know, you get all that kind of explanation in the context of the story. So, if you're watching only that episode and you've not really watched that many before, it's still an entertaining fun ride. You're like, oh, yeah, I see what's happening here. Sure, the Doctor doesn't do much because she's stuck in stasis for the entire time, uh, jammed in the Matrix. Um, but, you know, even though all the stuff that's in the show that's kind of like you you don't need to know all those things, they explain most of it. Whereas the crack in the wall just turning up was just like, Dude, where's that from? Why is that there? Uh, how is how is stuff coming out of there to make the Doctor new again? Um, yeah, it was... Anyway, I was a bit frustrated with... Kang slash Immortus slash He Who Remains um, being there at the end. Also, if you know, if you're a crazy Marvel fan, you would have known he was coming because uh, Eliot, the big smoke monster, is one of the things that has been, I think, either Kang or Immortus, you know, threw it at planets to eat stuff because <laughs> it's a thing from the comics. Anyway, uh it, so it would have been if you were a hardcore fan, it would have been both of the both a surprise and a disappointment, all wrapped in one. Anyway, that's my that's my gripe, and I've done it. Uh, this may be the end of the Loki downs. Who knows? <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.